Hi, I'm Ian Messenger with my co-host, Lauren Blackford. Actually, it's Lauren Shane now, but hi. Oh, yes, it is. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Small Business Small Talk powered by Haibu. At Haibu, our goal is to help local businesses across America succeed and grow with digital marketing. Today, we're talking with Paul Altabelli, Haibu's website product lead. Three years ago, when we launched Small Business Small Talk, Paul was actually our very first guest. Thanks for coming back. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, it's remind fun. everybody again, as I almost choke on my coffee, uh, what you do at Haibu as the as the website product lead. Well, I'm pretty much responsible for to maintain the integrity of what we've defined as the website. Website has certain rules in terms of how we go about building it. And I, I define those rules and then I work with the different teams, our process teams, our training teams, our production teams, our QA teams, sales teams, GTM, go-to-market teams, to make sure that they're all aligned. This is what we're building. This is how we build it. Um, additionally, I'll, I'll stay up with the latest trends. I, I look at existing sites. I figure out ways that we can improve our websites all the time. Uh, websites, as you've heard me both say many times, are never completed. They're abandoned. As far as the Haibu website goes, that that applies. I'm just not building one product and then sticking with it and setting it and forgetting it. We're constantly uh, evolving our product to make sure that we're uh, uh, meeting the demands of the marketplace. Sure. So it's it's not the same, you know, the same flavor it was three years ago, five years ago. It's it's something better. It's something current. Yeah, it's it's uh it's always changing there's always something new with what we're trying to achieve here uh before we get started though i just want to say uh mazel tov <laughs> to, uh, to lauren and uh it's fine i both i've worked with lauren and, and with ian at various different times in the 15 years that i've been with the company so paul when when you're looking at a local business website and when you're looking at the hybrid websites and the product that you create what what makes a good website before I answer that, let's just let's just state that that the rules by which I sort of think about that has to do with the fact that I want the website out of the gate to make sure and to convince somebody to stay on a website longer than seven seconds. We don't have a lot of time. Website doesn't have a lot of time to convince somebody to stay. They, if I don't see what I want to see immediately on my phone, which I'll be referencing here a bunch today, I'm off somewhere else. So. As far as what I what I think makes a good website, out of the gate, we're looking for things that establish credibility right out of the gate. You got to see that. And mm -hmm. that includes things like uh, I call them trust signals. So some sort of badges or or, or something that, that addresses affiliations and licenses and, and things of that sort. Awards, that's that's a good one. That's establishing that I've I've arrived in the right at a good place. I'm looking for testimonials and reviews. If if I'm looking at two websites, identical in every way, except this one has 500 reviews and it's saying we have over 500 reviews, check out our reviews, here's our stars, and, and this one has none, I'm going with this guy every time. My wife looks at reviews for everything, no matter what it is. She's like, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna make that cake unless I see reviews, that's important. The website has to be professionally designed. I know there's a lot of websites out there that will convert no matter what it looks like. But as far as capturing my attention and, and maintaining my attention longer than seven seconds, I want to see something that looks like a professional company. Mm -hmm. And two things that, that, that I look for, because it's the first two things you probably are looking at yourself, is the logo and photography. 
A lot of times with websites, sure. everything matches. Everything looks great except for that logo. It's all blurry mm -hmm. or, or, or it's it's just a, a text-based logo. I'm going to be spending a lot of money with you. And I want to make sure that that you've checked off everything on your end. If you're if you don't have enough time to make sure your logo isn't blurry, well then how do I know you're going to make sure that you're installing my my air conditioner correctly? That's important. And then photos, especially if the business is something like a landscaper, something along those lines. Boy, if they don't have good photography on there, real photography, you can get away with stock photography based on in certain scenarios. But if you can have real photos. You know, we talk about that trust thing, right? And testimonials mm -hmm. and reviews. If you could put before and after photos, that is a fantastic trust. And I'm looking at that and I'm going to immediately get sucked in. Additionally, I'm looking for things like ways that the business is differentiating itself from competitors. So at Hybu, we call those motivating factors. Some people will refer to them as uh, unique selling points. We want to see right out of the gate, why should I hire you? And for our example here, I'm going to go with this idea that it is some sort of a home services provider, like a plumber or an electrician, a landscaper. So right out of the gate, I want to see things that are going to tell me how much is it going to cost me to hire you to fix my AC? So things like, I don't know, do they have coupons? Do they have specials? Do they have uh, financing options? Mm -hmm. That has to be addressed. How much is it going to cost me? I want to look at to see if how fast you can help me fix my problem? Is it 24-7 emergency services? Do they have a fully stocked truck? Things of that nature. How quickly will they call you back? We promise you we're going to call you back within one hour. That's that's really key. That's going to make that phone ring because a lot of us, all of us here have dealt with contractors that don't call you back right away. Mm -hmm. Nothing more frustrating than getting yeah. someone call you back. Just FYI, we might have a guest joining us, my cat. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no. That's Tony, just in case Tony wants to get on. I'll, I'll... <laughs> uh, other things I'm looking for is on-page SEO. It isn't something that isn't necessarily in your face. There's, there's the code that goes on behind the site, and that's helping the search engines find the site. That's what I look for. Did, have, they, have they included the right title tags and meta description? Are the, key, are the, uh, the headlines, do they include keyword terms? Does it make sense? Does it just say... Welcome to our website. Or does it say uh, Cherry Hill? That's where I live. Cherry Hill Plumbing Services. 24-7. How about this? 24-7 Plumbing Services in Cherry Hill. It's a perfect headline. It's good for both the user, for me, and for the search engines. I want to know if it's a fast-loading site. If it's a real slow site on my phone, that's mm -hmm. a bad thing. Mm -hmm. If it's fast-loading, that's a good sign. And then finally, I want to make sure that the calls to action on the website align with how to get in touch with them. So if the website's constantly saying things like, call us today, call us today, call us today, and I can't find the phone number, there's a, it's yeah, not- Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I don't want to see things that, a lot of times I'll see with websites that have multiple phone numbers in the header. Which one should I call? If it's clear, if it's clean, if I know, if it's telling me exactly what to do, that's a good website. So all those factors come into play ultimately making me stay on that website longer than seven seconds. It's interesting to me because everything you just said, and I mean this in a good way, is geared toward thinking of the website and, and for us building websites with an eye toward being transactional. You know, you're not saying it's got to look great and it's got to impress your, your colleagues and your competitors and it should look like, you know, 
whatever, Amazon.com or something. It's all right. about here are the things I need as a consumer to arrive on your website with the intention of hiring you and doing business with you. Lauren, it goes back to the heart of the question, right? What makes a good small business website? Well, assuming you're using the website to drive business and not just have a website for fun, this is what it should have to, to power it, to drive calls, to drive leads, to, to get a response. I think that's a great point, Ian, because business owners are always told you have to have a website, you have to have a website, but they don't always know what to do with that website. And I think this right. is great information to, it's to drive, you know, closing the sale. Mm -hmm. people into the shop. People go to web pages. People go to the internet to solve a task. Mm -hmm. They're visiting a website. They're doing whatever that query might be. I am coming to a destination on the internet to solve a task. It could be as simple as I want to look at cat videos. <laughs> as a Tony. I want to pay a bill. I want to listen to music. I want to find a plumber. I want to find an electrician. I want to find somebody to fix my air conditioner because it's 90 degrees. I want to solve a task. The easier that web page, that website, that company makes it to, to solve all the things I need in my head to say, yeah, you're the guy, you're solving my task. Then I'm going to call them up. It's all about conversions. You want to look good or you want to make money. And the idea here, nobody's ever going to say, I just want to look good. I mean, it's very rare. <laughs> they always have a combination of the two. But if you have a professional site with good pictures, a good logo, and it's laid out in a way that makes sense for the user, well, then it's going to look good. That's right. Look good. A lot of times we have clients or I've seen websites where they're trying to look good and not necessarily try to get the phone to ring. And then they wonder, why aren't I getting any calls? Well, I don't know, because you didn't put the phone number up in the right-hand corner. Right. Yeah. And it's not really a chicken or the egg scenario, right? You know, it's you're, you're never going to have a client who says, well, I'm getting a lot of calls, but I just don't think it looks great. That doesn't happen. You're absolutely going to have clients that say, I like the way it looks, but you know, yeah, it's just, you, you've got to have it built to convert. Yep. So you've outlined a whole lot of factors <laughs> to, to drive somebody to close the deal. So of those, and maybe even more, what what does bring in the most calls from a website? How can we pinpoint how to get those calls made? Three C's. And I'm still it is from a commercial I just saw. They're talking about <laughs> the three P's. I'm talking about the three C's. Content, content, and content. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times we see with websites, they'll, they'll have the traditional sort of left to right navigation, home, services, about contact me. And on that services page, they'll list all the things they did. They do. They do uh, AC repair. They do heating repair. They do plumbing. They do uh, indoor airflow. And they just, every, every one of their services is listed as a bullet point. That's not enough content. That's not enough content. If I am trying to solve a task, if I have a, a AC that's on the fritz and it's 90 degrees, I am most likely typing into Google AC repair and then wherever town I'm in. That's what I'm typing into. And if the website has pages that are aligned with the different things that their clients are looking for, meaning there's a page for every query in a realistic way, well, then that website has a great chance of converting. That's what it needs to do. It's all about content. And the more pages of content that's added that are specific to somebody's needs, the greater chance of, of, of conversion. Ian, years ago, you referred to it, and if, please talk about it, the lottery ticket analogy. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I forget what it was exactly, but basically, you know, if if you only buy, you know, four tickets, what are your odds versus if you buy 12, well, three times more likely to win. Probably still not doing great. I've never won the lottery. I think I've maybe made five bucks off a scratch off. But uh, right, you know, especially if I, it sounds like we've been using HVAC as a sort of an example industry here, you know, it can be very easy, I think, for a small business owner to say, well, I do HVAC, I do heating, I do, I do air conditioning, I do, you know, all sorts of ventilation duct work. That's, that's right. That goes, that's what's on my, you know, what I do page on my services page, but you know, chances are I'm not looking, depending on the time of year, I'm not looking for both heating and air conditioning. You know, it's listen, we're, we're all in the Philadelphia area. It was summer last week. It was summer two days ago. (laughs) You know, it was, it was 90 here, which is insane for April. And I turned my air conditioner on for the first time this year. And you kind of keep your fingers crossed. Like, is is it going to kick over? If it didn't, I would be searching for, as, as you point out, Paul, you know, air conditioner repair. Yep. And if I get to someone's site and they've just got a laundry list of, well, we do air conditioning, heating, blah, 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 blah. Eh, I don't know. I'll probably keep looking for someone that has a page or has something specific to exactly what I'm looking for. And, and let's be clear, you're not going to find that website that just has a list of bullet points on a certain sure. page. Yep. Just as important as it is for the user to have these pages that are unique to what they're searching for and, and the, the task they want to solve, it also helps for the SEO. Mm-hmm. Google is looking for those pages. Google's only going to serve up the pages that best match the query being asked. Right. So if I type in roof repair, and and the website is optimized for a general contractor, roof repair is never going to get found. I'm yeah. never, never going to find that business. Sure. Unless there is a page dedicated to roof repair. Right. And there might be a page dedicated to emergency roof repair or storm mm-hmm. roof repair or, yeah. or, or uh, roof replacement. You know, so there's now I just listed five pages for what used to be a bullet point. Mm-hmm. Just a bullet point. So bullet points are great all for a side of a truck. I do all these things. You know, visit my website for more info. You visit the website for more info, then you get the detail you're looking for. Does anybody really read all that content? Probably not, but it's for somebody that that needs that extra bit of content, it's always good to have it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. it's an interesting point because like you said before, they're going to this website to complete a task, but it's also to answer a question, like you said, do you do this specific thing? And I think sometimes a business owner or, or anyone in an industry just assumes people know, oh, I do I do air conditioning. That means this, you know, repair, replacement, all of this, but that doesn't always translate to the common person who's not in that industry. And so there, do you do this specific thing yeah. is a very important question that needs to be answered for the consumer that the business owner needs to include. And the way you just framed that too is something else that if you made this change to your website, it will have an impact for two ways. And that's FAQs, frequently mm-hmm. asked questions. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're saying, yes, I will fix your roof, there might be questions specific to that. Yes. And if you add them, uh, that's going to help seal the deal, so to speak. So FAQs are a great way of, of things that are, are, are is a great option of something you can add to a web page that will help with the conversion. And that could be with the roofing example, that could be something as simple as, you know, what's the best time of year to replace my roof or, you know, just anything that someone might search for. And it's it's almost like as a business owner, Lauren, to your point, you kind of have to think of, and this can be very challenging, you know, Imagine you don't know anything about your industry, but you have the problem that your company can solve. You know, what are those questions that are come up? You know, is there a different 
time of year for replacing an asphalt roof versus a uh, a metal roof. Yeah, maybe there is. I don't know. <laughs> but that's all great content that you can include that someone may search for and and it may get you a visit. May get you a visit and then may get you somebody picking up a phone. Yeah. I, I tell this story. Hell, I, I may have even said it last time I was on on this this podcast. Mm-hmm. But when my wife and I were looking for a new roof, it was pretty much down to a couple different different roofers, and I was flipping from site to site and comparing notes and mentally. And one of them said something specific to that when they clean up, hmm. that they have this big sort of metallic drum that they roll on the ground and it picks up all the nails. And at the time we had little children and that was important to my wife. If they hadn't brought up something like that, I wouldn't have called them and hired them. Now they may all have that. They may all have that sort of this is, well, that's normal. Just like you said, well, everybody does that. How, how, how do you not know that? But this guy called it out. And as a result, we hired them. Yeah. And that goes back to what you're talking about with on the website, highlighting those USPs. It doesn't have to be, you know, 10% off or, you know, free this. It doesn't have to be anything monetary. It can just be right. We clean up after ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the other example you shared, we will return calls in an hour. Maybe that's standard. Maybe everybody does that in your industry. Maybe in your neck of the woods, everybody does that. But it doesn't mean they all point it out. And that can be a big a big deciding factor in whether someone picks up the phone or goes back to the search results. Mm-hmm. Or they wear booties on their feet when they yeah. walk to their house so they don't track in track in dirt. Or that the the technicians are all their background checked and, and, uh, and uh, drug screened. You don't, you know, I'm letting somebody into my home. You know, this is stating, I mean, it's a simple thing, maybe a very standard practice, but the fact that they're saying that out loud, that, that could help seal the deal for me. And I'm going to call back. Sure. sure. So it's over communicating <laughs> every simple feature that they have, which answers the user's questions before they even know they have that question. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is no, there's no problem with putting more than you need. There, there's overkill. I mean, in terms of the, the amount of content, we're talking about content, content, content. You want to make sure that it's the necessary content specific to that, that topic. You don't necessarily need to go on and start talking about family history and things of that sort. There's other places that can go. Right. Learn about our history and learn about this or see our, our project gallery and things like that. You can link to other places. But uh, yeah, uh, don't, don't be afraid to add, add more than you need. Well, and I'll, I'll just kind of springboard off of that and put on my my Haibu hat for a second here. I mean, everything we've talked about up to this point is part of our consultation process. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't stuff that you have to know as a small business owner to do yourself. This isn't stuff that, Paul, at, at you know, in your position, you've defined, but it may not be what you get when you yeah. actually engage with us. This is all yeah. part of what we walk a small business owner through. And, you know, if we say, well, what sets you apart? And they say... Eh, nothing. I'm like everybody else. We don't just go, okay, like everybody else and move on. You know, we really engage with you and, you know, try to kind of impart this lesson during that consultation that, well, that's, you know, that may not be enough to convince someone, you know, let's talk through this and figure out, you know, what we can highlight on the website to make sure it's something where you're, you're really getting the best bang for your buck. The content itself also has to align with, with ways that, traffic's finding you and by traffic mm-hmm. meaning the the potential customer they might be finding you because of an ad they saw in the the flyer or, mm-hmm. or the mailer that they got they might be finding you because of a, of a pay-per-click ad you know yep. high boost search mm-hmm. they might be finding you because of a social something in social that there's an ad in in facebook and they they click that and 
that all has to align uh, as well. And I, I think that's one of the great things I love about our company is this uh, solution sync where it all connects. Three years ago, when we first had this conversation, there hasn't been a lot that's changed in three years. 10 years ago, it's a huge change from 10 years ago to now. And that 10 years ago, you could just have a website. You just didn't need anything else. Mm -hmm. Now, a website all by its lonesome isn't enough. Even if you check off all the things that I just said, what makes a good website? You need, you have to assume that people aren't just going to go to Google and type something in. They're going to right. go to, uh, <laughs> they're going to, <laughs> sorry, the cat's leaving. So it was my Tony. <laughs> they're going to go, they're going to go on Facebook and they're going to see something there. They're going to ask a friend. They're going to get something in the mail. They're going to just not even type my, my, or, or visit my webpage through Google organic search. They're going to click the Google My Business. There, there's all sorts of ways that people can visit and find your website. So you have to speak to all of them. Mm -hmm. Do that again through those those bits that we talked about in the beginning, specifically with the the motivating factors and then that, that that clean design that we talked about. That's important. It's got to load fast too. I mentioned that. <laughs> uh, as far as facts go, I did some research before we started. You know, we're looking at about sixty percent people are looking and converting on phones over over desktop. There's a lot of times we we add things to websites that because it looks good on desktop, you you can't assume anyone's ever going to see those things. It has to yeah. look here too. Yeah, this, this isn't key uh, to make it work. Right. Well, and that's even assuming they're you know searching on their phone. You know, they may just be picking up their phone and saying you know, hey Google or hey Siri, uh, and you know at that point they're not even seeing your website. But you know, Google is crawling that site looking for the answer to you know what I forget if I mentioned this before, but last, last 4th of July weekend, our air conditioner didn't turn on. So it was this mad dash to, we need air conditioner repair, not an HVAC person, specifically air conditioner repair that works holiday weekends. Yeah. You know, that might be something I say, hey, what air conditioning repair people are open 4th of July weekend? And Google's going to look, and if it can find that information on your website, it's going to serve that up as, mm -hmm. hey, check these guys out. Mm -hmm. You know, I may never see the website. I might just call right from there. I might see some other kind of listing and check it out. So, yeah. So something as simple as we never close. Call us anytime, day or night, even at 3 a.m. Something that simple could be the differentiator between going with HVAC guy A or B. You're listening to Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu is the country's leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses, delivering more visibility, more visitors, more leads, and more customers. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com. And we're back talking about local business websites with Paul Altabelli, Haibu's website product lead. You had mentioned a week or two ago that you were looking at a, a bunch of HVAC websites for small businesses. What across the country, or I looked. At, I wanted to look to figure out what is the secret sauce. What what do uh, HVAC companies do that we're not doing at Hybu? Because as I was saying earlier, you know, websites are constantly evolving. As part of my role, I got to see what are the trends, what are, what are other people doing that we could be incorporating into not only our website, but the consultation. It could be questions that we're asking. Mm -hmm. So my, my criteria was I, I added, I typed in the words AC and then a, a geographic area. So AC repair Houston, AC repair Baltimore, AC repair 
Portland, AC Repair, St. Louis, et cetera, et cetera. And then whatever showed up naturally, that's what I looked at. The general theme that I found amongst the 100 sites that I looked at goes back to some of those points that, that I, I brought up in the beginning. They all had a presentation that told me, congratulations, you've arrived. We can fix your air conditioner. I came, I, I visited, I was directed to a page that was specific to AC repair. I didn't land on any other page that had anything to do with heating or services in general. The right. pages that showed up in Google were specific to AC repair. So that goes back to content, content, content. Make sure you have a page dedicated to that. The pages themselves, this is cool. I'm looking at my notes too. The pages themselves weren't just air conditioning services that include blah, 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 blah. They took air conditioning services and they broke it into five pages. Most of them did this, not all of them, but most of them. There was a general sort of air conditioning page. We do air conditioning repair and maintenance and replacement, and we have a 24-7 emergency service. And then they would link to individual pages that were unique to those four topics. Mm. Repair, maintenance, replacement or installation, and then 24-7. Mm -hmm. And then they repeated the same sort of process or um, formula for heaters. They had mm -hmm. five pages dedicated to heaters. And that's something else that's cool, too, is you got to make sure that, and here's a little tip, as you build your website, you're using the words that people type. Use the words that people type. So in some parts of the of the country, it was furnace, yep. not heater. So it was 24-7 <laughs> furnace repair and furnace maintenance and furnace replacement and, and furnace, et cetera. So I'm like, okay, well, that's good to know. So if, yeah. if I'm going to build the perfect HVAC site, I'm going to have those five pages, those 10 pages out of the gate. And then when it got into, into plumbing for those companies that have plumbing, well, there's a lot of different plumbing, you know, and I'm just going to rattle off some of them. There were pages dedicated to appliance and fixtures and drain mm -hmm. cleaning and faucets and garbage disposals and leak detection and reverse osmosis, whatever that is. <laughs> But they had a page dedicated to it. In some pages, it's, you know, if there was five pages for air conditioning, there were 20 pages for plumbing. Hmm. And then when you got into indoor air control or air quality, you might yeah. have 10 different pages there. So they all had a lot of content. They all had mm -hmm. dedicated pages for all the services that they provide. 68% of the websites I looked at, it's how we were getting into that, offered a finance option. Hmm. Wow. So sometimes they go, oh, yeah, well, we do that. Yeah, I got a guy or I, we got something. And they may only mention it as a bullet point. But if they had a dedicated page for that, think about it. If I, if I know that my AC is on the fritz and I got to get, that's, that's seven, eight, ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 out of the gate. If they have a finance option, I might hire them versus somebody that doesn't have that. Yeah. Additionally, many of the sites, as we talked about earlier, had FAQs too. A lot of them, because I have different questions for different things that they offer and different things that they do. So that was that was something out of the gate that I was like, okay, well, as far as Haibu goes, as far as how we're going about building our websites, or for whatever that future sort of website may be, as as our website evolves, I'm going to make sure that we're incorporating uh, FAQ questions on all those specific pages. They were some of the big takeaways. From, from looking at all those sites. It just sounds like, you know, the, the key to a successful website is answering all the, you know, customers' questions before they even pick up the phone. Yeah. And you might even be sort of qualifying them out. I, sure. I looking for some windows recently, and I found this company, and they kind of checked off all the boxes. And then I realized they're probably overkill for what I'm looking for. Mm. 
And I, that was okay. Cause they wouldn't want me to call if they knew that ultimately I was going to go, no, you're, you're too big for what I, what I need. I need something right. smaller. And that's, that's probably a caveat to, I don't know how many times I've talked about, you know, phone calls and leads, it should be qualified phone calls and leads. You know, you don't want whoever, whoever the person is that, uh, you know, takes those incoming calls, whether it's someone in a back office, whether it's, you know, a lot of times with the the clients that, that Haibu has, it's, it's the owner, it's the guy on the roof and his cell phone's ringing. You know, you don't want to spend 10 minutes on a call, let alone half an hour, an hour, and then realize this isn't the right fit, you know, and I, and you could have cleared that up by making it clear on their website that, you know, you don't offer that service or you don't, you don't do financing or, you know, whatever the case may be. You could do that too as well. You don't have to necessarily state it, but as far as right. how the website is optimized, mm-hmm. you don't want to just generally say I cover all of New Jersey when in reality I'm only covering South Jersey. And then within right. South Jersey, it might only be two counties. Yeah. But within those two counties, it really is these six cities. Mm-hmm. So then with Haibu, we have a product called local ranking where we could focus on those this very specific uh, uh, geographic areas. And then that's what's showing up in the SERP, in the search engine result page in Google. Additionally, when you get in a lot of people that do uh, pay-per-click advertising on their own, they don't think to get that granular with the, the geographic and, 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 and where they're focusing, where that does that ad show up? Ibu offers that. I know I'm, I'm sounding like a commercial for Ibu, but that's, <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how yeah. you do it. And that's why if you came to somebody that knows what they're doing, if you came to a company that gets it, then you're going to get the, the better quality lead. You're going to get the leads because the website is, is, is optimized with that campaign. And more importantly, it's going to be a qualified lead because it's in the area and it's for the for the uh, the service that I'm looking for. And that's what I'm calling about. Yeah, I think there can sometimes be a tendency to want to hit the broad side of the barn. Thinking yeah. that that's going to bring in the most amount of leads. But, you know, what we've learned is being hyper specific to what you do, where you serve and what you offer is actually going to bring in the most successful leads. This has been really good. I think we covered a lot of ground that we, we didn't three years ago. So, you know, despite I, I think all of us saying like not much has changed, like it's maybe not changed, but kind of refined. And what's next three years from now is is not what was next three years ago. So I think we've I think we've covered a lot here. We're always learning, and that that learning with what Haibu does uh, plays into the the evolution of our products. Uh, just yet another reason why somebody might want to call up Haibu and say, "Hey, take care of me. I want to know what your solution is." Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, great. Paul, thank you again for for joining us and sharing some of what's going on now and what you're seeing and what's coming up next and sharing the the good word, as it were, with uh, the local businesses who are who are listening to this. And to all of you that are listening, be sure to visit Haibu.com. See how Haibu can build you an effective digital marketing solution that generates leads and customers and delivers the kind of results you want. If you liked what you heard on this episode, be sure to subscribe. And please, if you can, leave us a review. Let us know what you'd like to hear next, what makes sense, what you want us to elaborate on. It really does help. Until next time, this is Small Business Small Talk, out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu is a leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses across America. With Haibu, you get all the digital marketing your business needs, all from a single provider, all working together to maximize results. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com. Haibu.com.